Welcome to Data Protection Gumbo, episode 21, and I am Demetrius Malbro, your Chief Data Protection Chef. And Data Protection Gumbo is set up with the aim to expand the awareness of the IT industry by being a voice for protecting all types of digital information, whether big or small. And today on Data Protection Gumbo, it is my distinct pleasure to introduce Mr. Abdul Altamimi, Founder and Chief Technology Officer of RestorePoint. And Abdul uses his extensive expertise to help organizations deploy smart and efficient copy data virtualization and management solutions. Welcome to the gumbo, Abdul. Thank you, Demetrius. Appreciate it. So let's go ahead and start off with question number one, Abdul. So can you tell me your thoughts on today's topic, not all data is created equal? Sure. So for us, when we go and help our clients, we look at data. As you, as you are aware, is you have different types of data. You got databases, we got unstructured data, you got file server. And we realize that all this data that sits on your production environment, they are not all created equally. You get okay. things which are live, change, real-time. Uh, there are things which are created. They're not changing that much. So when we look at data and we look at the way how people protect the data, we realize that you cannot use the same tool to protect different data types. Yeah? So right. our goal here is that all, all data is not created equal so that if it's not created equally, then we need to look at it and say, okay, what is the better way to protect this data? Okay, and why, why do many customers use just one tool if not all data is created equal? So that's a good question. Yeah, so most of the customer is convenience and ease. Yeah, so they, they want to go in and they want to buy a tool, and that right. comes down from the legacy days. Yeah, you go in and say, I'm going to back up. If the old days. Legacy is you have physical servers, the tools will just do that. Now with the in, in a kind of advent of the hybrid cloud, the mobile user, uh, the different types of data, the legacy of doing things doesn't work anymore. Uh, we, okay. I'd like to say is like you cannot patch yourself out of legacy because either you change the way you do it or however you're going to do it if you follow the legacy ways, you're, you're not going to be efficient and you're going to still have issues. And, 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 and we look at the customer is there's no time anymore these days, uh, to learn new tools. Yeah. People, I agree. uh, you, you and I know that is, Hey, it's why it works. I know how to use it. I don't have time to go learn something new. And that is the reason why most people will stay with what they have, even though they know that it's not the most efficient way of doing what they the tools are using for. Okay, great. So can, can you tell me about, I guess, who RestorePoint is and also your data profile methodology? Yeah, so, so RestorePoint has been around for over 12 years now. And when we started out, my background, I'm a double E, uh, and, well, I love computers and technology. And I, I got into, in, into the infrastructure accidentally, was supposed to be doing kind of backups and I realized that it was not something that people, nobody goes into IT, I say, to do backups, okay? <laughs> backups are the coal mining of IT, but it's the most important yeah. thing to do, yeah? 
So Riscopol right. came about because we had customers that we were working uh, who said, you know what, I want to be able to do this. The CIO uh, doesn't have a view into whether backups are running or not. Usually one person is responsible for that. The guy's sick, the guy's out. It becomes an issue. So our business has always been built in being a service provider. So we've never been a VAR. We never sell stuff. Our goal okay. is how can we go in and be an extension of a team? So when you talk to our clients, we become that person that says, you know what, you got me, you know what's going on, you make sure the backups are running. If there's an issue, notify us, we'll fix it, because they don't have time to do that. And over the years, as we went through it, we realized that before, like we talked about, that, that not all data is created equal. So we came up with a profile methodology where when we go to a customer, we look at their data, we look at what they have, and then we advise them on, okay, you got this age data here that is not changing. Why don't we move it out, yeah, and put it in 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 a in a archive object storage? You can access it, but you don't have to right. worry about backing it up because most of the backups that people do, the weeklies, the full, it's like it's the same data that you do it every week. Yeah, eighty percent of the data doesn't change. So right. why even try to back it up? It's just a waste of time. Somebody has to manage it. So we've come with a data profile methodology that allows us to say, move your unstructured or age data out, okay? Let's look at what is structured, what is unstructured. And then based on your RPO, RTO, we'll be able to protect it and, and host it and store it for you. So when you want to restore, you know exactly how you're going to restore it. And we look at data for us, basically as, can we back it up as file level? Can we back up as image level? And we're not in the kind of, when we go to customer, we're not there saying, we're going to Use this tool. No. Our, our customers, what they love, uh, what we do is that whatever tools we have, our clients have access to it. If they start today, they have physical server, they go to virtual, they don't have to worry about, okay, I'm going to go. Just, we help them migrate. We help them use that. So our profile method allows them to manage that data explosion because otherwise, if you don't do it that way, the backups are going to increase incrementally. Your storage costs are going to go up. And all of a sudden, you're missing your backup window. All of a sudden, you're missing kind of your retention required because you don't have any more space to do anything. You know what? That is a a great statement and a fantastic way to go about, you know, being in the uh, IT services um, industry is, number one, whatever your customer requirements are and the pain and issues that they are experiencing, you know, sit down with them, discuss, you know, their problems, their issues, and determine you know, what type of solution would, would be the best solution to help you, you know, with your problem most cost effectively and efficiently, right? So it, it sounds to me that, you know, just in your name, Restore Point is exactly, you know, what it's all about. You know You're what? backing up data, but if you can't restore it to a, so, a certain point, yeah. then what's the purpose of backing it up, right? Yeah, somebody told me the other day, I, I had a laugh. It's like, you know what? If you are back up point, I'll be worried. We tell people it's all about the recovery. It's all about how you're going to get your data back. And you cannot sit here and say my file level restore is going to be similar to my database restore. Or Absolutely. My PR. So, so we live in this world. yeah. And our goal is to come in. We see a lot of clients, what they do. So all the expertise is we come in and say, hey, you got this application. This is how we, we think, and we know we're, we're helping other customers to protect this. So our value prop is, is never be a kind of a box pusher. 
mm-hmm. it's all about the service, like you said, and you're exactly right. Is we go in and we sit with the customer, and every year we true up with them, sync up. This is what we're doing for you. If there's a change in kind of group of uh, IT, we try to make sure everybody knows what we're doing because if they know what we're doing, then we can work with them better. Great. And Abdul, you you mentioned uh, virtualization in your in your previous previous response, and you know, I, I guess in your opinion, what what does it mean to to virtualize data? Because you know, as we see in in the industry, that more and more uh, servers are being virtualized every day. So you know, what does it mean to virtualize data? Great question. Uh, and, and so for us, if you look at the way industry have gone, yeah, the virtualization of the server, now the virtualization of the network, and the next thing is the virtualization of the storage. When we say virtualization, basically is how can we take this data that is tied to this storage, yeah, where people, when they relate to an application, oh yeah, that is running on that storage, and be able to say, I can take that data and be able to give it to you anywhere else you want to, without somebody has to physically move it around with tapes and, 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 and worry about it. Yeah. So our solution is by virtualizing the data, we can move it easily, faster, and incrementally. So our tool that we use, we have a tool that, that their goal is just about doing a golden copy and I'll give okay. you an instant mount of the data for you to be able to access it. And, and if you go to a website, we have our partner there. So I look at the tools as kind of what we use to help our customer. But we can virtualize data in many ways. We can take a NAS share and kind of virtualize without people. People go to Dropbox. They go to these cloud services because it becomes very hard to be able to work with vendors, collaborate when stuff is sitting on your NAS server. Yeah? So what we have done is we can, instead of you trying to send stuff to the cloud where people are still wary about it with all the issues in the cyber. So our goal is we can take your NAS where it is and give you the same flexibility and kind of uh, collaboration without you having to move your data out of your premise. Uh, so, so for me, virtualization of data is a word we use just that when we back up your data, it's not sitting in a disk or a tape uh, in somewhere place, meaning whatever we got, if you need it, you can get to it 24-7, yeah? It's there. You just go and say restore. So for me, that okay. kind of the idea of virtualization goes beyond just backup, store it in a, in, a, in a tape somewhere, and if I need to, I'm going to call somebody to bring it back. You have it, you can restore it, you can access it anytime you want to, and that is kind of the idea of the virtualization for us. Okay, great. So I guess that speaks to the evolution of, uh, of Restore Point. You know, in particular, you know, just, you know, from a backup company to a data virtualization company, can you speak to the point of, I guess, Restore Point's evolution from backup to a virtualization company? Exactly. So, so when we started doing Restore Point, it was in early 2003, 4 there, and we decided as a company not to do any tape stuff, yeah? So we never included tape backup in our service. We went in and we said, we're going to do everything as a this to this because before Restore Point, I was in charge of backup. I was in charge okay. of tape and that stuff, every time I test, those, it was not working. And being an engineer for me, it's more than just doing, it's like, can you go get it back? So we've always had that in our company that our solution does not include any tape component. Everything is this to this. Uh, we, we back up data, we send it outside and as, as, 
if you remember those old days, yeah, T1s and stuff. They were, right. they, at that time, it was a big amount of bandwidth. But now, oh, yeah. as bandwidth became more available, we're able now to push more data. So today, we got customers all over, yeah, in Europe, in the U.S. And, and every night, they do their backup, they send over data, we use the increment. So for us as a company, we're, we're, we went away from being those SMB, 100, 200 gig. Now we're going to customer with 60, 50, 100 terabytes, yeah? Where, okay. And some people have petabytes of data because is this unstructured data sitting there and they don't know what to do with it. So our right. idea is look at the, the market out there. There's a lot of noise, as, as we discussed uh, before, is that our goal is to go in and give customers something that they don't have to worry about and make it cost effective. Because at the end of the day, it all comes down to the budgeting. And then there's a lot of soft costs that goes into this. People are doing like I'm doing that, but you sit down and say, tell me how you do it. And the way they go through it, you'll think that you're building this big uh, <laughs> wall because it, there's, there's a lot to it, yeah? Okay. All right, so so you mentioned uh, some of your customers, and you, I guess you have customers, you know, worldwide. You have some in Europe or whatever. But let let's talk about some of the relevant business use cases that you know apply to Restore Points uh, product or services. Great question. So, so when we started out, we were just nothing more than a cloud backup. Yeah, and then the DR as a service was just a natural extension to that, where people okay. say, "You got my data." How can I recover? And, uh, and when, when virtualization came around, it made it much easier. Before, it was like, okay, we're going to go have a partner who can bring us physical equipment, have you recovered. Now, the virtualization enabled us to say, you know what? You don't have to do that. We can set up this virtual environment. You can recover. We got your data. If you want to recover, you don't have to worry about finding another place to move your stuff over. Yeah. So we gave them a place where you can do your backup. You can replicate it over to us. And on our end, when we have it, you can have access to that. The tools we use, yeah, everything is built into security PIPs 140. So from compliance, we meet all those compliance. And so that was a kind of natural fit, and that's kind of what we are doing for most of our customers. Then what we have seen in is the archival piece. Yeah? So people got data okay. for compliance. So those are the use cases. We have an object storage where instead of you worrying about RAID, is when we put a copy on an object, we keep three copies of it. So each file we keep, there are three copies of it. So there's a built-in redundancy where we know that your data is sitting there. I don't have to worry about this. I can scale this to exabytes of storage. So that's kind of another use case our customer use for is retention, long-term kind of archival compliance. And, and I was telling somebody today, we're talking about it, like before people were just doing backup because it's a checkoff mark. Gotta do it, yeah. Whether the right. tip, it doesn't matter. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna check off. But now, with the compliance laws and requirement that you know what, you're responsible to make sure that the data is restorable. Now people are looking at what they're doing and say, "Can I really restore that tape?" And you know that with tape, you get 30 to 50 percent restore failure, yeah, because the tape. I don't know if anybody is using cassette tape to listen to music anymore. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. So if you look at your business and say, what do I need to have? And for us, it's not like an all or nothing. We have customers that we just do certain things for them because that's the mission critical. Everything else, they got some things that, you know, I don't worry about. So our goal is how can we go in? So in terms of use cases, that's big one. Now, I think we are seeing a lot of dev tests. Okay, so as you, as you, mm-hmm. as you notice that 
in, with anybody who has dev test environment, there's a lot of resources they have to have, okay? If you have more than okay. one developer, each one wants a copy. They want to be able to get a fresh copy of the data. So if you have a terabyte of an Oracle database, you got 10, 10, 10 developers, each one wants a copy. That's 10 terabyte of storage you got to have just for development. So with our virtualization tools that we have, we can reduce that amount of kind of buying more and more storage and give you actually better business case automation. Yeah, Somebody okay. the other day was like, hey, if I can give you back five hours a week, what are you going to do with that? That is, that is, that's great. You know, I, I could definitely use five hours a week. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's definitely a lot of noise out there and it's, kind of hard to, to really stay focused on what's really important is protecting customers' data based upon their requirements. Yep. So I, I guess, Abdul, so how do you deal with the noise, you know, in the marketplace around data protection and disaster recovery? Good, great question. So, so for us as a company, we always are evaluating yeah, the technology out in the market. Uh, we okay. leverage the Gartner Magic Quadrant as a reference point for us just to see, okay, what new thing has been added. We look at the kind of uh, market uh, industry of, okay, there's a tool out there. And our customers talk to us yeah, because everybody's calling. Our, every day, if we don't do it, somebody else is going to do it. So our, as, a, as a company, we, are, we have our own kind of R&D. I love looking at new products, yeah? And my yeah. goal is to look at it and say, how can we use this, okay? And what does it have that our current tools don't have? And if there's a big difference because... Everything I look, it has to be more than one functionality. You cannot just say, I can only do VM, okay? To me, that's right. not a solution. So when I look at the, at the tool is, what am I going to have that can, I can go to my clients and tell them, by the way, if you have an Oracle database, wouldn't it be nice for me to be able to give you back a terabyte or 10 without you having to worry about finding 10 terabytes store to restore to? Now, that's the value, yeah? So for okay. us is. The noise is out there. We're gonna, we get called all the time. Okay. Come and look at the list. I was like, for me, I'm going to look at the product and I can tell you right away what it does. And mm -hmm. based on kind of, and the customers also, when we go and see like new prospects, they are very kind of pessimistic about kind of what we can do. I, I can tell stories about okay. my first meeting and this guy's like, it's going to work. Trust me. And when we do it and we show them how it works, it's like a big, offload of all oh, men, I'm glad it's working. I was like, dude. It's a, so, so that to me is the issue. Right? The old days of just selling you a box or selling you something that you're on your own, it doesn't work anymore because people just want a service. I, I, one CIO told me, I have so many solutions, I want a service. I was like, right. and that's what we are about. Okay, great. So uh, I guess obviously there are a lot of companies out there uh, small and medium businesses and even large businesses as well, um, you know, taking backups and, you know, making multiple copies and keeping those copies, you know, for infinity. Right. So, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and set a retention of 10 years or 15 or whatever years, you know, on each individual copy of a file. You know, can you tell me, I guess, how clients are exposed if they are, you know, keeping years and years of data? Yeah, so, so we, have, we look at it from perspective of uh, got a legal kind of customer who says, if I delete a file, I want the file to be deleted from the backups after 12 months, okay? okay? And what that does is when you talk about the 
discovery process, if there's any kind of legal issue. One of the things that is up to you to go make sure that the data that the somebody is requesting for discovery, you deliver that. But if you can show somebody that, hey, I have a retention that automatically deletes my data from the backup, all of a sudden, you don't have to go and try to read all these tapes you have out there trying to go back to it, yeah? So for us, the beauty of what we do is we don't treat all data equally, just like we, we talked about the topic of this discussion. Right? Sure. So based on the way we back up data, we can say that data there, if somebody lists a file after 12 months, we don't have to recover it. But that database, because you want to be able to have three, three years retention, will keep three years retention of that. Now, all of a sudden, you get that kind of granularity of not everything is the same as well. And most people will do kind of just leave it there. It's easy. You don't have to worry about it. But problem with that is, from security perspective, is if somebody comes and hacks you, yeah, or somebody gets hold of this, those tapes which are not encrypted, that's a big issue for your company. So, right. so one of the things we're looking at is like how are we protecting it. How is it secure? Okay, does it get? How do you go and kind of do retention on the backup side? Because most people don't think about that. Yeah, it's like you got these tapes, but things are sitting there that if somebody gets hold of that tape, that something goes back, you're exposed. I look at ransomware. I look at crypto log virus. Yeah, they're right. coming in, and everything you got on your server will be gone because that's what they do. So. The way we look at this perspective is that, hey, the more, and, and the reason why people keep a lot of stuff on file server, Demetrius, is that the old days of the tape, they don't trust the tape is going to restore. Yeah. Hmm, they say right. that when I go to do a restore on tape, first of all, I get this big kind of uh, unexpected kind of cross my finger and say, let me, hopefully it works. Yeah. I talk to right. IT guys and when I tell them that, dude, would it be nice to be able to go restore a file? You don't have to worry about it and say, I can get it. And you show them that it's easier. So for us, retention, security, how much data you keep on your file server at any time, all that ties into the idea that the more you keep, the more you're exposed because it's not about when, yeah, kind of people know that whatever the case is, somebody's out there trying to get to that stuff. Okay, great. So uh, you're going to love this question here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess why should customers choose Restore Point, and most importantly, what makes uh, Restore Point different? So, so that's a great question. Yeah, and and for me, I'm I'm passionate in what way what I do. I, I tell I tell our clients all this. It's like uh, at the end of the day, my goal is to be the guy that when you need your data, you know you can get it. Uh, I got CIOs who go to different companies and they bring us in because it says. I know for sure that when I need to go get that data, you can get it for me. So for us, we look at Restore Point as we have the expertise. Yeah, We have those 10,000 plus hours with Malcolm Gaud we talked about. Yeah, It's like, okay. this is what we do. We understand this tool. We understand what we do. We understand how customer, how data is created. As people go and start using different media, I'm always asking, how do we protect that? So today, you're in Salesforce. Guess what? We can back up Salesforce. Why you want to back up Salesforce? If somebody goes in today and starts changing records and deleting, you're not going to know today. But in the long run, you'll know that something happened. Yeah. So people go into cloud services and they say, oh, those guys have everything. And, and, and being who I am, uh, it's always kind of, yeah, I can use a service. But if I have my data, it gives me a little bit better relief that if something happened to that provider, I got my data. 
So we are the expertise we want to be and we have been trusted advisors to our clients. And our goal is let us be the one who go out and research so that your guys can do this strategic stuff. Our goal is to always go out and find what tools are out there that we can add to help our clients. And every time we meet with our clients and we do our stewardship meeting and review what we're doing, we find a lot of stuff. Oh, I'm doing this. Like, hey, let me tell you how we can do this better. And the idea is now all of a sudden they don't have to go and try to have another thing on their table to run. Yeah. So I'm passionate about it. Our team, if you, you met, <laughs> you talked to Katie, yeah, all of us are passionate about mm-hmm. what we do. We believe in what we do. We got clients who kind of look at it and say, hey, when you want your data, I get excited because that's when I say this way you think, you know what, that's what I'm, they're paying us to do. So our goal is to be able to be there to help our clients. And we, we are very picky too. It's like we, we serving customers mm-hmm. or clients that if we don't feel like they meet our requirements, yeah, we're just going to be upfront about it. So we look for clients that we can go in and make a difference in the, in the environment and be that kind of partner and extension of the IT team. Okay, great. I, I love the passion and, you know, I, I can hear the passion oozing out of your voice. <laughs> yeah. So, at, <laughs> so last but not, but not least, the data protection gumbo secret ingredient question, Abdul. Are you ready for it? Fire <laughs> away. All right. So what is that one ingredient that you feel will spice up the gumbo of technology centered on innovation in the data protection, backup, and recovery market this year and into the future? I think the ingredient is to be able to be open to new ideas, yeah? Meaning, if you just sit there and say, I've been doing this the same all these years, then something is wrong. I I, I look at people and and people who are open-minded, and it's not about, I know technology, yeah, is, is changing, and for you to be able to keep up with the change, you got to be able to kind of go out there and look at things and listen to people uh, and, and put some time. And the CIOs that I meet who goes uh, to conferences or talk about it, it's amazing how much things are changing out there. Yeah? So to keep up right. with the protection, your question should always be, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going to do, you should also uh, always ask the question, how are we going to protect that data? And if I need it back, how can we get it back? To me, that's it. Whatever you're doing, that should be always a central question. Well, fantastic. And at the end of the day, most companies are all going digital anyway, so everyone is storing data. And it's, uh, as you mentioned earlier, there's an explosion of data, and um, it's not going to get easier. It's only going to get more complex, and that's why guys like us are around in order to protect that data and make sure that it is recoverable. So I appreciate you uh, appearing on the show, Abdul. Thank you so much for your time and your talent. And um, I'll be in touch with you um, in the future. Hey, thanks, Demetrius. Appreciate it. It's been great, actually, uh, talking to you and having somebody who's passionate about this. It was was good. So I appreciate the time and the opportunity and looking forward to to knowing you more. Thank you very much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to thank you for listening. I welcome your feedback on iTunes 
and ask that you provide a rating and share with your peers. Please follow me on Twitter at DMalbro and connect with me on LinkedIn. Together we will be able to add to the innovation of storing data more efficiently and smarter. Have a great week.